Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the Handsome Pod. Uh, I'm your host, Tig Notaro, and my co-hosts, May Martin <laughs> and Fortune Feimster. Yeah, keeping it handsome already. We are unbelievably handsome. The response has been thumbs up to handsomeness. Mm-hmm. It's been so exciting. And now I'm suddenly like, oh, what have I said on these recordings that we've pre-taped? Like, because <laughs> now I'm realizing people are actually going to listen. I think I've revealed a lot about my romantic life <laughs> well that's why you're part of the show mm-hmm. we know you've got good stories to bring <laughs> that's right you already admitted to us in our i think our second episode you we were making fun of you about your wi-fi not working yeah and, and you were like remember when i lied about my wi-fi and we're like we knew you were lying i think it was so <laughs> obvious that i was like my wi-fi's out it'll be back at 10 30 a.m probably <laughs> <laughs> and it goes. not even probably you said my wi-fi will be back up and working at 10 30 and i was like that is uh not true well, okay and then now be- but so because people are listening to the podcast then i had a meeting uh like about mm-hmm. a hosting thing not not breaking mm-hmm. the strike guys it was a uns- anyway and so yeah. i i was like sorry i'm running late for the meeting and the woman who i've never met texted me oh is your wi-fi out and i was like no <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, oh, I listened to the podcast. <laughs> that is no way. They're on to me now. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, Tig just was so, your response was so funny. Tig wrote, I love that May's internet will be up at exactly 1030. <laughs> <laughs> no internet or cable person can ever confirm or promise anything like that. And yet... You knew exactly when your internet would be back up and working again. Yeah. So. I mean, and also people's Wi-Fi doesn't really go out, does it? Like, these, no. no, it's not really a thing. And sometimes, <laughs> but in this instance, we, Fortune, we knew no. you had a party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Tig and I were here to live vicariously through you and your fun yes. adventures, so it's all good. I have to tell you guys a very typical tig story that happened also when i got back in town okay Okay. (laughs) that i feel like you might appreciate (laughs) so my friend had a game night Mm -hmm. uh, on saturday and she said you know my son will be there who is max and finn's age and their pals and she said come over bring the kids and um you know join us for game night so i show up bring max and finn they run off and I'm looking around at the party. She had said, you'll know people. And I thought for sure it's going to be full of stand-ups or yeah. something. But It's, it's probably kind of like an- so many famous people around you. Well, <laughs> I truly, she and her husband are writers, directors, producers. Yeah. And, and I just thought, oh, after I got to the party, I thought, well, these, this must be a bunch of writers mm-hmm. and directors and producers. So... I didn't know anybody, and I was talking to this couple, mm-hmm. and then a, a, a small group of like three people walk up next to us, and everyone's attention turned to them, and uh, 
<laughs> and when I turned, this woman said, she goes, oh, you look familiar. I know you. And I said, oh, my name is Tig. I, I do stand up. And I said, what is your name? And she said her name. And then I said, Lena? And she said, no, no, it's not Lena. Oh, no. It's Selena. It's Selena. <laughs> oh, no, and, Selena uh, Gomez? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, nice to meet you. And uh, and then we're all talking and whatever. And this woman <laughs> leans over and she said, yeah, that." That's I don't know if you know, but that's Selena Gomez. Oh and I was God. like, <laughs> she has like 400 million Instagram followers. <laughs> right. As you guys know, I don't really follow pop culture. And so I, I, I just kind of, as I normally do. Said, What's just, your name? She's like, oh. <laughs> right. And the fact that I looked at her face and said, Lena? Yeah. It's, it's actually, yeah, Lena. Yeah. Well, that was close. That was close. It's really, it's right. really impressive. Like she, I think she actually does have the most Instagram followers in the world right now, right? She does, yeah. yeah. That's well, she missed me, but I, uh, <laughs> I was just shriveling with embarrassment. Where I was like, oh gosh, I'm not familiar. I, you know, yeah. I've heard her name, but I truly, if she, obviously, if she's sitting next to me, I don't know who she Maybe is. Maybe it was refreshing. She was like, oh, I can just be normal. Yeah. Well, what was also really amusing was, and I only spoke with her for a few minutes. And then at the end of the night when I was leaving with my kids, she was across the deck, like probably 50 feet away. Mm -hmm. And she, she's like, goodbye, Tig. And I was like, okay, bye, Lena. Bye, bye, Lena. <laughs> she's like, sir. Sa, oh. <laughs> say follow me. Sa, sa, Lena. Uh, so that was my uh, embarrassing out in public moment. I really like that. It's it's relaxing that you you live up to that reputation of like it's mm -hmm. lived. You genuinely. <laughs> Would you know who Selena Gomez? Of course, Absolutely. of course. <laughs> okay, one thousand okay. percent. I okay, I don't. <laughs> Hey, to each their own. <laughs> well, I just wondered if because she's a lot younger than me and Stephanie said she was Disney, that maybe it was like yeah. somebody that maybe not everyone well, she's in, I think know. Is she in the show on Hulu with Steve Martin? Yes, Only Murders in the Building. Uh -huh. I have um, a story like that, but I'm, I don't know if I've told it before on the on the pod i might have been who cares, who cares? Like, yeah would thomas can if it's good let's hear it yeah, again tell your handsome story yeah it's thomas's yeah. job it's his problem <laughs> tomas and i really i don't come out of this story looking good in any way even better yeah it's embarrassing <laughs> this is like a, a kind of kind of bad so brett goldstein who's my friend from england and he gets invited to like all the good parties and uh mm -hmm. he kindly brings me as his plus one and i love a good mm. I love to see celebs. I love it. I'm not jaded at all. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I light. I do too. I just can't find them ever. <laughs> you're like, I wish there were some here. You're at the Oscars. You're, you're literally surrounded by them at all times. Uh, all you just don't know like, it. I'm just at a party with a bunch of production assistants. Yeah. <laughs> One of them's anyway. called Meryl something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I go to, so it was the Oscars after party, the Vanity Fair party. And I was so, we were mm -hmm. both really excited to get our little suits on sure and we're heading in looking handsome. looking pretty handsome mm -hmm. and i'm yeah. so pumped first of all doing that like step and repeat where all the photographers take your picture and, and mm -hmm. i was and you stand on the thing and it's all new to me and, and brett's on one side of me and then on the other side is christina aguilera and my in, inner like 13 year old is losing my mind 
And uh, <laughs> then I realized that all the cameras are just, it's like I've parted the Red Sea. They're all just pointing at Brett and Christina Aguilera and none of them are pointing <laughs> at me. And I'm like, should I still pose? Like, do her. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, Brett, Christina. You're putting your hand in your jacket. I'm doing my handsome pose. And um, they're like, Brett, Christina. Oh, Kit, can yeah. you move? Yeah. She's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so That's my impression. Of, of me or Christina? <laughs> Christina. <laughs> So we go in and um that was good. That's what that's what separates Christina from Brittany is her like, is the vibrato. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we go in and um I had said to Brett because he's so kind. He always gets stuck talking to people for for age. He'll talk to everyone and. Uh, I was like, if you get stuck, I'm going to be a really good wingman. I'll come over and rescue you. And uh, mm-hmm. all these, I mean, everyone's like gorgeous at this party. And so I've had a few drinks and I look over and he's stuck talking. He's been for ages stuck talking to this like kind of nerdy little couple. And he's been there for so long. And uh, oh, my God, was it Fortune and Jack? <laughs> <laughs> it's this awkward li- little couple. I mean, cheese. <laughs> yeah, they're holding Biggie. The, your, yeah. Your little white dog. Um. And so I go over and I wasn't rude at all, but I was like, hi, nice to meet you. And then I kind of whispered to Brett, do you need, do you need saving? And he looked at me like I was evil. Like he looked at me like I was such an <laughs> asshole. And I was like, what, you, you've been here for, you need saving? And he goes, May, that's Malala. And it was Malala and her husband, clearly the most interesting people at the party. And like, if anything, they needed saving from Brett, who had like cornered them to ask. Oh no, Tig doesn't. You don't I know who Malala is. Oh no, Malala. Oh no, Malala. Who is Malala? So Malala's world famous uh, Nobel Peace Prize winner, <laughs> right? I think one of the Nobel Peace Prize. <gasps> oh, I know Malala. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. she's an activist. Yeah. Oh, okay. Activist. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's not what I was expecting. You were thinking, I don't know oh, because you were thinking Hollywood, like yeah, actor. I was Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought somebody else was a Malala. I know who Malala is. <laughs> gotcha, yes. gotcha. I felt like, like okay. the, you're like, I, come on, Brett, get let's get on with it. I was like, oh, he's yeah. stuck with these <laughs> awkward people. I better, you know, he, I'm sure he wants to talk to parents. What could this woman possibly have to say that's interesting? <laughs> exactly. I felt like the most vapid. She's like, I've traveled the world and talked to every <laughs> world leader imaginable. Yeah. I'm like, Brett, Paris <laughs> mom's over there. You got <laughs> Paris Hilton's mom. Who's hunky dory? <laughs> oh man, that's not. The level, of, uh, the Malala is such a different level of person to talk to. I was at the Office Christmas Party premiere. This was ye- years ago when it came out, and I had never met Jimmy Kimmel. And you know he's a comedian and, and, and funny, and and he and his wife came up to me and were like saying, "Oh, you know, talking about the movie being funny," and and we were just finally meeting. And Jax is like, "Come on, we gotta go." you know the the yeah. get a slider or whatever and i'm like give me a minute because <laughs> jack says she's the same way she does not know who any famous person is oh, oh she wasn't familiar with jimmy she had or no clue. molly because she she's like you she does not yeah. know who anyone is except for madonna that's it <laughs> just wandering around the world <laughs> she's like let's go do, do, i'm do. like just give me a minute <laughs> have you guys ever been mistaken for someone else like I, Tom I, I when I, I posted a video of me and Brett online, and someone wrote underneath, "Is that Ellen and Simon Cowell?" Like I think they, <laughs> but, they were in left field. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of see it. It was <laughs> Ellen and Simon Cowell. 
Yeah. Were they kidding? I don't know. It was a grainy mm-hmm. video and I could really see mm-hmm. where they were coming from. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've been mistaken for anyone, but I've had a, a couple instances where someone came up to me and said, I heard that one of you is famous, which is a very weird thing to say to someone. And they always look at Jax and they go, what, <laughs> what do you do? And she goes, uh-uh, it's this one. <laughs> I've had that before. Um, I was at, um, I mean, of course, an Indigo Girls concert. <laughs> and I was backstage, I think. And I was with the other writers from One Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And this woman came up to me, or she came up to the group. And she said... I, you know, this is a terrible story. I can't remember how it unfolded, but basically she was facing the head writer showrunner thinking that was me, that she had heard that I was there. And then she was talking to Kate Robin and Kate was like, I'm not Dig Notaro. And like, how much of a fan could you possibly be if you're talking to the complete wrong person? She goes up to a water yeah. cooler. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. That happens super. I'm your biggest fan. What is your yeah. name again? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love you, Tidge. Tidge. That's what somebody said to me once. They called me Tidge. <gasps> Tidge. Well, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Tidge. No, it's, I'm going to tell That's you. That's a pretty good it's nickname Tidge. for like when you were a little kid and you're, and I can, in a little baseball mm-hmm. hat, Tidge. Yeah, when it you're is in a good your, name. Yeah, pigtails. When I do my animated show, it'll be a little Tidge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did something I've never done before. Uh, this last week, I went to Minnesota. Oh, no way. I've done that before, but I went rock hounding. I've been there with you. I know. We did a show in Minneapolis yeah. together. Yeah. Uh, I went rock hounding. Do you guys, are y'all familiar? Rock hounding? No. Yeah. It's, I never heard of this before, but my friends are rock hounders and it's when you go looking for rocks, certain types of rocks. The act of doing that is rock hounding. They get these rocks and then they have this machine at later time where they like, you know, polish all the, the rock and get down to the, you know, inside of the certain rocks oh. is like a certain kind of thing like up there they were looking for agates i didn't know anything about it but i had to mm-hmm. google like what are agates what do they look like agates and so and are you going to tell us what agates are? i mean it's a type of rock i i don't uh-huh. it, but you know i was picking up things going like i think is this it and she'd be like no it's granite and i go well isn't that good they make great counters yeah. i don't like what but she's like no so it was really hard to find but then once they you like saw them down or whatever you call them polish them it's like a really cool that's a rock. I, I would really get into that it was very zen i actually pronounce it agat agat <laughs> as a call back to ponties but it didn't right. it didn't go well Good call back. no i regret it <laughs> i would find that really relaxing though just walking along the beach it was so relaxing because it was up in the north shore of uh minnesota really beautiful it was like we just had a four days of like with our friends where we were just like playing games at night and hanging out and listening to music and then going rock hounding during the day it felt very like cool and is this a 
career <laughs> or is this a hobby? Because I, I feel like I don't know. Other people just call it collecting rocks, and then they have a rock collection. Rock hounding is the thing. Is the name? It's the term. And do they have another job? Oh no, my friends. Well, I mm-hmm. was with Natalie Maines. She uh-huh. was on tour, and uh-huh. they they had like a time off between shows, and so. Uh, it's a hobby for them mm-hmm. where she was like just you know something to do that takes her mind off things yeah but as far as like people who do it i don't know <laughs> i'm assuming there's got to be people that do things like that for a living there i feel like they're trying to make it sound a little more hardcore than it is you ain't nothing but a rock hounder <laughs> hounding all the time <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm really into like rocks and crystals and stuff I, I can... you might really like it you should look it up it's like a whole world there's like instagram posts um people and tiktokers who talk about it yeah and show you what they're looking for they show you like digging into the because a lot of those beaches are just rocks it's not like sand yeah. it's just all rocks mm. and you're just digging into these yeah. rocks i know people go with like metal detectors people go right and that's a big hobby just going down the beach and that's people trying to find change or bracelets yeah mm-hmm. or viking gold you know <laughs> bars of gold yeah Do they still make bars of gold yeah our bars of gold just <laughs> hanging out on beaches right now yeah i i would assume is there a goonie ship somewhere (laughs) somewhere i do like seeing a um old school situation with the metal detector yeah on the beach it is funny when somebody walks by and they're like me oftentimes (laughs) does look like somebody that um needs a friend (laughs) yeah I have seen, I like it when I see couples. I have seen couples mm-hmm. That's metal nice. detect yeah. together. Oh my gosh. Maybe Stephanie and I should get a metal detector please. and just like throw please. in the towel. Just please, please, please. And just give up your whole <laughs> lives and become. Max and Finn can go surfing and y'all can be on the beach <laughs> trying Looking to find Looking for change, change. Bars of gold. Yeah. <laughs> we got 75 cents. <laughs> There's a, it. In the like Norfolk in England, there in I think like the twelve hundreds, this ship sunk and it was a, a king's ship. Mm. I'm hazy on the details. I wanna say it's you know, William of Orange or something like that. And all this treasure sunk with him and everyone's like, It's still there somewhere and one of these days it's gonna wash up and people still go mm-hmm. and, and look for it and uh maybe that we could have an outing. Let's go to Norfolk. Let's go to Norfolk. Not Virginia. No. I'm game. You're gay. I got nothing going on. <laughs> gay. I'm gay. Okay. Game. Tig says she's gay for it. I'm gay for it. <laughs> Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Sometimes you just got to get back to the simplicity of things, right? Oh, man. Gotta get back to, what is that? Lukenbach, Texas. You know that song? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Let's go to Lukenbach, Texas. Uh, it talks about getting back to the basics of life. It's it's an old country hey, song. you'd really like this song. Let me tell you. <laughs> Two, three, and let's go to Lukenbach, Texas. Willie and Waylon and 
the boys. Because, <laughs> May, you went up in, to nature, right? Not that long ago. Yeah, I went to the desert. But I think, like, if we abandoned capitalism and we really went back to basics, like trading, nature, I think I'd, mm-hmm. I wouldn't thrive. I think I'm, like... I'm capitalism's wet dream. Like I'm buying stuff on Amazon. I'm like, I like, I like arcades. a coffee shop. I like a coffee shop. I like a bright lights of the city, you know? Oh yeah. I'm not trying to get back to like, we're all like sharing provisions. Yeah. I'm <laughs> on the prairie. Like I, I, I don't think I could last. I know. I've- I would love to look up and see fortune being like, are you going to share your provisions with me? <laughs> the word provisions has been commandeered by rich people now any store that's called provisions it's like a gourmet grocery store right Mm -hmm. when provisions back in the day was like we we need this to survive and now rich people are like do you have the goat cheese yeah in the old days it was like it used to be get off my canteen (laughs) yeah (laughs) give me my smoked meat jerky that i'm gonna chew for six months sometimes on the plane i watch those like uh yellowstone or 1920 whatever era everybody on the plane watches yellowstone (laughs) and the 1800 show every time i am on a flight i look over and i see tim mcgraw i see what's his uh kevin costner Costner or harrison ford yeah all of these people and then um faith hill yeah they're all every you get when did airplanes become west everybody on the plane is watching westerns it is the craziest thing well they put i think the reason is because those are all on i want to say paramount plus or one of those yeah services Mm -hmm. which you know you have your staples of streaming services and then there's the additional ones right you're already paying this much you're not necessarily gonna also get this one and on the planes a lot of times they have like the whole season so people are like, okay. I'm going to get it while the getting's good. <laughs> you <laughs> ain't paying that $10 for Paramount Plus. I didn't know what was happening at first. And it was like the first couple of times I was like, oh, that's so interesting. I just, on the last flight, I was, somebody was watching Tim McGraw. <laughs> people love a Western right now. I love a Western. Look, I'm on planes all the time mm-hmm. and I'm never seeing people watching Westerns. And now it's like every person is watching Well, a it's all the same family. You know, do you know that? What do you mean? So it started with I don't the, know that on the plane, every passenger on the plane that takes no, no, on. No, no, not family of people watching it. The the flagship show is called Yellowstone, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. That's the Kevin Costner one. That's connected to Tim McGraw. Yeah, they're show? all connected. Oh, so okay. that's why people people. This is like it's like the Real Housewives, but of westerns, but scripted. Mm. And I'm starting. I'm really. It. I'm starting to feel like you work for Paramount Plus Fortune. You got all the inside scoop. You <laughs> no, work for either the airline or I'm I'm working for the airline. I'm here to tell you to get plane I'm tickets. I'm just wandering into game nights. <laughs> clueless i get on a plane clueless and fortune's like that's selena gomez this is the flagship yellowstone show i got my finger on the pulse you really do so yellowstone was a juggernaut is that how you say it juggernaut i was not expecting (laughs) to hear that word today it was a regular handsome podcast for western yeah it was yeah big and everyone Uh loved it it's like a soap opera of what but it's it's set in modern times but it's kind of soap opera e yeah but it's Mm -hmm. cowboys and riding horses Rock and everyone calendars. look at you so, fortune everybody, that wa- out. everybody wanted to move to wyoming and like or <laughs> no no montana montana whatever what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> here's a gay person trying to just to, to describe freaking Yellowstone. So then the Tim McGraw one was eighteen something. I'm not. I'm, I don't work uh-huh. for this. Is that what it's called? Eighteen. Eighteen something. something. <laughs> it was the prequel. Uh-huh, this is where uh-huh. that family came from. This is how they got that land. Uh-huh. Same creator, everything. Then that was a what do we say? Jug- juggernaut. Juggernaut. <laughs> juggernaut. That, do you watch these shows or you just I read about the them? Yellowstone one? Okay. okay. You, seem, then, you, seem, you seem passionate. I've never seen you this animated, to be honest. <laughs> I know. You need to calm down. You're freaking out for I'm just here to inform you guys of Westerns. <laughs> You're going to have a stroke if you don't take a deep breath about this Yellowstone juggernaut. Honestly, I have no stake in this. I don't care if any of you watch it. I really miss um, how on planes we all had to watch the same movie on a little tiny screen I and know. we were all in it together and we'd be watching like liar Not liar anymore. with jim carrey and, lo- and then you'd see but anyway sociopath. there's also a oh, night sorry, we're that back one on. was a okay. hit that sorry. one was a hit sorry <laughs> oh oh wait may, hold on may hold on. fortune has more to say about the juggernaut she doesn't I don't have, have a stake honestly, I have in. No stake in this I don't even uh-huh. have a walk-on roll. Okay. Nothing. I'm not in the background. I don't. We're all on strike. Don't won't go to any of it. That one was a hit. So now they have a 19 something. Uh huh. And that's Harrison Ford. So after the the 1800 something, this is their in-laws. This is their like family. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Bored. In, I mean, I don't hey, know. Hey, what's the show or like, not? I didn't even care when it was next to me. I was just like. What is with well, everyone now watching now when you Western? See it, you'll know. Now I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, this is yeah, this is now the you'll prequel. know what they're watching. I just wish it was actually called eighteen something. Yeah, I wish it was eighteen something and nineteen something. You know what I'd really like is to get Tim McGraw and Faith Hill on here to ask a They should give us a handsome question, question. and mm-hmm. they will want to now that I have laid been out so passionate <laughs> about their show, laid out the entire mm. legacy. Yeah, I did watch the first episode of theirs on the plane. God. And they were oh my god, you and these they were shows. pretty sexy, the two of them. Really? <laughs> yeah, they were handsome. Whoa, I I just have I just really feel like when I get to the credits of these shows, it's going to be executive producer Fortune Feimster, and we're going to be like, I knew it. No, it's going to say walk on role Fortune Feimster. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, is that even a thing? I was thinking of sports, like a walk-on to, you know, the sports team. I have a walk-on role. To For some reason, when I hear walk-on role, I picture Fortune wandering onto the into the shot, like dressed all Western and then kind of like is kinda what glancing directly into the camera and then slowly backing away. I'm like, does anyone here need some provisions? Yeah. I've got goat cheese balls. Ma'am, get your assless get your assless chaps off the set. I'm not a producer. We're oh on strike. And watch it or not. I'm not promoting it. I'm not on it. I'm just telling you. Well, you know in the beginning of movies where it gives all the like yeah. main credits yes. and then it'll say yeah. introducing mm-hmm. or and yeah. or with or whatever it says with the last person and with yours it'll be walk a on walk roll. on role with <laughs> fortune made up <laughs> job that i who act <laughs> acted like was a real thing what's weird is like, <laughs> i who act <laughs> i who act have a walk on roll I w- i've been like kind of intrigued by yellowstone and wanting to watch it and then for some reason now i'm adamant on that just to rebel i'm never gonna watch it just- you just don't want to watch it now great <laughs> no. 
Well, I'm going to take a flight anywho. to Australia and watch all episodes of every Please do every it. show. Hopefully, there's a the next iteration is a bunch of gay cowboys. That would be great. Hello, yellow. <laughs> Can I be a, a little cowboy? <laughs> well, you know we do need a little cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> May, you would make a great little cowboy. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. Well, speaking of musicians. Ooh, that's a good transition. We were talking about Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. And Faith Hill. Who yeah. hopefully will be on the handsome pot at some time. Come on, Tim. Faith. Tim, call us. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a question here from jimmy fallon uh you know him from the tonight show and saturday night live Mm. he's been making the funnies for a very long time and uh, jimmy has a question for us handsome folks hey handsome pod this is jimmy fallon my question is what concert would you bootleg if you had the opportunity to tape and bootleg and record a concert Ooh, bootleg bootleg that was so big back what in the is this day. the 70s wait that was like a dave matthews band well that was like big grateful dead so is this is insane but is bootleg like basically recording the entire concert and like just having it okay available <gasps> to you this ties into the western boot, boot. leg <laughs> yeah, i'm assuming you have your recorder in your boot yeah is that what it is okay mm-hmm. oh right that's where it comes from you strap I don't know. your you strap your record. I have no idea. Recorder in your boot. Yeah, because when I was in college, my friend's brother mm-hmm. used to go to the Dave Matthews band concerts, and all his super fans would like sneak in. Like it had to be a large recording device back then. Boombox. And somehow, and the, and it would record the whole concert, and they would like trade the concerts uh, with each other right 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 i yeah. see i see mm-hmm. that is like the grateful dead as well yeah. i mean that was a whole world of recording which i never got into the grateful dead i didn't either i dated someone that did, was a like deadhead a mat a massive dead like toured around following the dead Whoa. i think when i was a kid i was scared of the name and then i think I, I think there's some superstition around Grateful Dead fans. I think there was a murder. Like, t- there's some true crime thing. Oh. And I think I feel oh. like Jerry Garcia even saying the words, I'm going to invite like a curse on. Like, I have, I'm have, i scared of the Grateful what? Dead. I don't know. I don't know of this. You're scared of the Grateful Dead? Yeah. I'm looking it up. Grateful Dead curse. Little cowboy. <laughs> Little cowboy, man. <laughs> Little cowboy's scared of the Grateful it, Dead. It's haunting to me. And I think it's because... um. I used to listen to this song when I was 12 by a band called Kula Shaker and the lead singer of which was actually Haley Mills's son. Remember Haley Mills from the Parent Trap? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no. There was a scary <laughs> of course not. <laughs> there was a really scary part of the song where it went he goes, "I'm telling you, man." He said it like that. "I'm telling you, man." Jerry was there. You could feel his presence everywhere. And it haunted me. I was like 11 or 12. And it was like that part in Thriller where the guy's voice comes in. And he was talking about Jerry Garcia's ghost. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Jerry was there. You could feel his presence everywhere. (laughs) I haven't thought about that in so long. Wow. Yeah. I just Googled Grateful Dead curse and I'm not coming up with anything. I'm realizing it might have been all (laughs) just. It might have been a different band. My 11 year old brain hearing that creepy song and being like dead great grateful 
what but maybe maybe i'm wrong we have uh, we do have social media places where people can if we aren't sure on something we have an instagram a facebook page a twitter page you can go on there and give us the do we have a friendster page (laughs) do we have a linkedin (laughs) (laughs) if you want to work for the handsome pod but i would like to know if there is a grateful dead curse i think yeah okay may wants to know this okay so a a bootlegged concert hmm i mean i did bootleg a concert (gasps) once what oh yeah yeah tig tell us may little cowboy (laughs) i think somebody's got a new uh little cowboy cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) um i went to a pretenders concert wow i am a massive chrissy hine fan she is the lead singer of the pretenders i was so excited i don't even know how i recorded that oh i think i had one of those little tiny where you have the mini cassette that goes in the the little recorder uh-huh yeah it was the mid 80s and um i brought that to record and uh, i also brought my camera i snuck Whoa. in a lot of stuff were you, wow. were you scared you were gonna get caught or you were right in the middle of it all i don't know if i was terribly scared like you Takes get a risk taker yeah i can't really picture you, know. you terribly scared Take would be like, what? What? I'm, I'm a, a fan. I'm a fan. I'm here to bootleg. <laughs> yeah. It's me, Tidge. Got a recorder in my cowboy boot. Yeah, get out of Tidge's way. We got Tidge. We got a little cowboy. Tidge is, a good, Tidge is actually a good Western name. Yeah. Tidge and little cowboy. Well, 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 if it ain't Tidge. <laughs> yeah, so I recorded the Pretenders concert. To watch uh-huh. it later or to sell it or... Well, not watch it. It was audio. the mid-80s. It was just audio. Oh. It was just to go home, lie in bed, and listen to the concert all over again when I got home. Okay. Because also then, it wasn't at your fingertips, like all these, you know, like it is now. Like you, you can mm-hmm. see like all these artist concerts mm-hmm. on a, you know, they eventually film them and they're up on a platform somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of the concerts I would say, yeah, there already are like like Woodstock or the Beatles on the roof of Abbey Road or or those types of things. But what's coming to me, I don't know if this counts as a concert, but like Jesus's Sermon on the Mount. If I oh, if you could get how that. religious because <laughs> I think he was a real guy. And I'm just curious. I'm curious about he must have been very charismatic. I don't know how I feel about him. And he just, was great at karaoke. He was great at karaoke. But just to be able to have a some footage of that would be pretty he was the original little cowboy oh Mm -hmm. famously yeah so you're saying if you could go if you could be back in time and record Mm -hmm. that yeah Mm -hmm. that would be pretty cool also or Mm -hmm. bet midler playing in the bathhouses in new york in like the 60s Mm. that would be but then Mm -hmm. i think the guys in the towels would be like don't film us well maybe the just the audio or maybe they'd be like hey little cowboy bring that camera (laughs) bring that camera in here I didn't even think about going back in time, and I didn't either. Little cowboy broke Little all cowboy the rules here. Just broke all, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of what I did. All boundaries. Um, I mean, well, that would have. I was trying to think. I, I was like thinking of Woodstock, but that was all documented. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see all of the most famous rockumentaries? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I went to see it when I was a teenager. They played the Woodstock documentary and all the f- concert footage uh, in a, like a big movie theater. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like smoking weed in the movie theater. And I was really <gasps> transported. I was watching it. And then I just started, I actually cried because I was so sad I was not there. And that I mm-hmm. that I was born too late for all the coolest stuff. I, I started. That was the weed, but. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> for sure. 
Do you feel like all the cool stuff is done? Sometimes I do feel that. I I I don't know. I don't feel that connected to a lot of all the. Th- I am like all the stuff. I'm a real passionate fan of is is in the past. But I guess that's common, right? But it's all my parents' music. It's Pink Floyd and the Beatles and Dylan and. Mm-hmm. Well, it feels like back then people were more unified on liking certain things. Like not everyone was into Woodstock, but so many people were. But now we're all fragmented. Yeah. Right. So some people was into the, they're into this band or this band or this band, but they're not all like eyes on this particular thing, except for Tay Swift, maybe. And there was a real counterculture then. <laughs> Tay Swift. <laughs> That's what I call her. Lil Tay. That is good. Lil Tay. Lil Cow Tay. Lil Tay Tay. Lil Tay. She's the only one bringing all, all of us together and keeping our economy afloat. Yeah. She's my president. I saw a car the other day with a license plate, Lil Gassy. And I was like, that's, that's a great rap name, Lil Gassy. <laughs> <laughs> did it have a bunch of buffer stickers on the back of it? Yeah, I think it did. I think I've Why, seen that. Why, is that, that your car, I've Fortune? Seen, no, but I've seen that car. <laughs> <laughs> if that's your car, call in to 1-800-HANDSOME. We don't have that number, but we should get it. We should. Uh, Thomas, can you look and see if we can get that number? <laughs> If I could bootleg, I mean, it was also documented, but I would want to bootleg the like in between takes conversations would have been when everyone's saying we are the world. Oh my mm. God. All of those since May <laughs> said that we can go back in time. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall, like get that audio? Yeah. Cause who of all those conversations? Cause who was that? Bono. Oh, so many people. Stevie Wonder. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Stevie Wonder. Cindy Lauper. Lionel Richie. Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Michael no. Jackson. Yeah. Gosh, who else? Was it Harry Belafonte? Kenny Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear what Kenny Rogers had what to is say. Your, what is your favorite? Well, there's We Are the World. And then there's also the Christmas. Do they know it's Christmas? Yeah. And I wrote a whole, I wrote about that in my book of how it always bothered me that there is a line in that song where it says, well, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. And I was like, that is so rude. That's <laughs> To just awful. be like, yeah, to be like, dear God, thank you so much for making them starve and for making sure that I'm okay. Yeah. The whole, I never the whole thing, that. do they know it's Christmas, is questionable. Like, <laughs> but, for sure. What if you got the We Are the World footage of the behind the scenes takes and they were just talking about the timeline of the Yellowstone series? <laughs> They're just don't arguing. get me started. They're being like, cowboy. <laughs> Fortune, sit down, sit down, take a deep breath. She's standing up. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas just put a bunch of names. He's so fast. Uh, Bob Dylan. See, Bob Dylan was there. Bruce Springsteen, Steve Perry. Oh, I love oh, Journey. Steve Perry. Hell Tina low. Turner. Come on. Oh, mm-hmm. I would. Oh, I would like a bootleg concert of Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. Oh, at yeah. At the height of Tina Turner's. Fame. I'd even take it at the lowest of Tina Turner's fame. <laughs> take her worst non-existent. I mean, I would take Tina's yeah, like bottom of the barrel Tina. She's got yeah. take strep throat. She's got a sprained ankle. I am a sucker for a strong female voice. Like I just love great female singers. Like me, uh, me, me, me. Bootlegging <laughs> now. I'd love an Adele concert. Oh yeah. Celine Dion even. Give me Celine. Hello. Uh, you know Kelly what I don't Clarkson. need to see? You know what I don't need to see? I'd love to hear Celine sing. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see her dance. 
You also yeah. don't need to yeah. hear her talk. There's these. Her, she does a lot of very fast footwork, little steps. Yeah. Well, she feels a little robotic. Yes. Well, yes. I don't think God blessed her with the rhythm, but He <laughs> blessed her with the greatest voice. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, baby Jesus, whose Sermon on the Mount we're gonna listen to on the bootleg. What copy if we got a question from her? Oh my God. <laughs> We won't now. <laughs> I went to a Celine Dion concert by myself because I love her that much. And Jax was Loser. like, go have fun. <laughs> I was in a relationship. I'm still in that relationship. But she was like, no, thanks. You should have called me. And I did do the bootleg record on my iPhone for the um, acoustic part mm. because I was like, oh, this I can't get this online, mm-hmm. but I can get it here on my bootleg version on my iPhone. Um, but Celine's like voice was like amazing, pitch perfect, never misses a note. Yeah. And then she starts talking. She goes, I got a letter from Ryan Reynolds. And I thought, ooh la la, Ryan Reynolds wants to get with me. And I, and I go, oh, no, no, no. Please don't do this. <laughs> Were you standing there alone crying at my heart? will go on. Oh, girl, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I am a Celine. I stand Celine, as the young ones say. What is your favorite Celine song? Um, gosh, there are many. I love A New Day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I love uh, There Were Days. Or, what, what, there Were Nights When. Or There Were Days When oh. the Nights yeah. Were So cold. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know lyrics to songs. Pitch perfect. It's all coming back to me now. That, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I like. <laughs> I like. I drove all night. Oh yeah. I yeah, drove yeah. all night. <laughs> but that's the Christina Aguilera cover of. That's true. <laughs> I don't do the best um, impression of Celine singing, but the but passion there. Voice. Equally mm-hmm. passionate for Celine as I am Yellowstone and eighteen and nineteen something. <laughs> oh my. Well, if you're ever solo heading to Celine. Give me a ring-a-ding. You know what? I will. You and little I'll cowboy. I'll drive all night. You and little cowboy are coming with me. <laughs> That's right. And my mom. She'll be there. Yeah. We got to take your mom. Because <laughs> your mom loves, loves Celine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But often you, my mom will reveal that she loves something that she's never mentioned ever in her life. And, the, and mm-hmm. it turns out she's like devoutly passionate about. Like Lord of the Rings. Mm. Gandalf. Y'all want me to do any more impressions? Yeah. What else you got in your repertoire? That's why I'm here. My ring, my pretty. <laughs> no, that's, my ring, my that's pretty. the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Ooh, do your best, Toto. <laughs> Toto, Toto just would sit there in the Dorothy's arms. I like when mm-hmm. Gandalf goes, "I'm melting." <laughs> you know, I heard some trivia once that I thought was really interesting about the Wizard of Oz. What is that? And I guess it's not that interesting, but I always look for it and I find it. Her hair is different lengths during the movie. Really? really? Like very glaringly different lengths. I never noticed that. Watch it again. I got to say, I kind of feel about wizard of oz the way i do about grateful dead like it's a little haunting because i've done that pink floyd thing where you press play mm. at uh, yeah. the, the the roar of the mgm lion you press play on dark side of the moon the album and it syncs yeah. up the pink floyd album 
and it's really yeah. eerie. So uh, have you done that, Fortune? Mm-mm. I don't think uh, I know. Yeah, have of you this. not heard of it? I don't think Fortune. so. Fortune. 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 Eighteen something. But it does kind of fall apart. Oh. At a certain point in the movie, but like for a good chunk, a good, like the whole first time you play the album and then it's when you have to repeat the album then it falls apart. yeah oh. and it's so haunting we should do really that. We should do that it too. sings up pretty pretty great like exact yeah like wow that's like weird exact like she's when she's uh balancing and then she falls in the pig pen it's yeah like balanced on the biggest wave you race towards it early and then when you see you hear bells when you see the bells on the bike of elmira uh-huh. gulch and then when she puts her ear up to the Tin Man's chest, you hear the heartbeat. Oh, and was this a coincidence? Apparently, but something's going on. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get to the bottom of it. Well, let's Google curse of Pink Floyd. I don't know that. I've never heard that. Also, you know, it never happens, I guess, because people don't really buy vinyl anymore. Well, no, mm-hmm. there's a whole new wave of people buying vinyl, yeah. but the whole playing the vinyl backwards and hearing the devil you know the devil rarely is recorded in vinyl anymore did you not know about that i do not know of this wow well you're off in like celine dion land we're in rock and roll land yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah play that backwards (laughs) like in uh you can hear the devil say bury my body talking about paul mccartney right that was where paul Paul is dead came from (laughs) fortune (laughs) fortune you need to pull your head out of celine land you gotta turn off i would rather listen to the canadian princess celine and listen to the devil (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't i've never heard of this but now i don't think i still want to <laughs> Nothing's changed. Y'all have done that? You've heard that yourself? Yeah. Oh. I haven't. I just remember in the 70s, there were always like lawsuits. Yeah, about, oh, really? Like, about the devil. Oh, that was during the satanic <laughs> panic yeah. or whatever. Well, I do have a record player from Urban Outfitters I could pull out of the closet. <laughs> I have a record player as well. All right. Let's get together, have some whiskey, and play our records backwards. I really like um, all things like that, like hidden messages and things. And um, in Disney movies, there's a lot of those, right? Like there's... Oh, right. Yeah, in The, the Lion Little King. Mermaid, doesn't yeah. it have some things? Yeah, the priest Isn't there like a, a penis somewhere? Yeah. Fortune. Listen. Watch your language. <laughs> Like, read the room. Sorry, dong. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I think one of the, like, the, the, what do you call them? Under the the penis? The reef or whatever is in the shape of a penis, I think. Fortune. You did it. Sorry, wiener. You said it. Thank you. People are turning the show off left and right. I know. There's a number of listeners probably not into dongs. Fortune. Fortune. <laughs> We're going to have to put a disclaimer at the top of this episode. I know. Well, I'm just telling you, May brought it up. I was just... Brought what up? That there Disney th- has some of these hidden things. It does. Like, in, like what? Well, like in the Lion King. I just said penis. <laughs> Fortune. <laughs> what was in the Lion King? He like... When I say he, I mean Simba. He flops down and uh, some some leaves go in the air and they spell out sex. So mm. it's so... May! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> fornication. But wait, it, it, 
Is that really happening? Because it's like, why? I know. Why? Just these bored animators just sitting there being like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like, let me sneak mm-hmm. some fun things in there. Little pranksters. I yeah. mean, well, I Thomas mean, is Googling penis right now. He's like, what is? <laughs> <laughs> but why do you think Judy Garland kept messing with her hair and, and making it long, then short, then long, then short? Was she being a little prankster too? Were they filming at one point and then <laughs> took a break and then filmed again of later? I don't know why. No, it was I, the 1800s. I, it was 18 <laughs> something. 18 something. Didn't she get harassed by like the Lollipop Guild? What? Did she I what? I swear to God, I thought... There was an interview somewhere where she, she in an interview said that the actors playing the lollipop. lollipop guild were like hitting on her and being inappropriate and putting her putting their hand up her dress and stuff. That is ruined. <laughs> I swear, the to Wizard God. of Oz. You've There's, just ruined the Wizard of Oz. Listen, for so we're many all bu- we're all bursting each every one of us <laughs> are bursting each other's bubbles. But not nearly as bad as you saying <laughs> penis so many times on the show. The idea of the lollipop guild putting their hand up dorothy's dress is so i could be wrong i could be wrong don't quote me on it but google it i could have sworn she's not gonna google that my kids walk in i'm like (laughs) (laughs) that is just a minute but you know that stuff also is like urban legend right some of that stuff is like someone said it and you it just keeps going down it could be also an urban legend Well, that's also like that phil collins song um in the air tonight no (laughs) that in the air tonight like i can feel it coming in the air tonight so just like that (laughs) (laughs) oh it was on that tom cruise movie i don't know what's the urban legend there well there's a lot of different stories around what that song is about Mm. and what i heard you know how um Oh, if I saw you drowning, I would not lend a hand. Oh, you know that part? That's a lyric in there? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. The story I heard, which is one of, of, I think, hundreds of urban legends about this song, is that when Phil Collins was a kid, he and his friend were out on a a lake and some stranger drowned his friend. What? And so he wrote the song about the guy that drowned his friend. What? Whoa. And then I had heard that also cannot be true. <laughs> that Phil Collins, all the years later, invited the guy that killed his friend to his concert, sang the song, and then put the spotlight that on the murderer. That can't be true. <laughs> this... Of course it's not. <laughs> of course it's not. But do we think that the drowning part's true? I truly don't know. I've never heard this. I feel like the the first thing you got to do, you got to call the police. No, first you write a song. That's what's freaking me out. He writes the song. No, first you call the police, the band. You (laughs) You call the police. You say something has happened with Phil Collins. Well, I hope that story is not true. That would be we're spreading a, a lot, lot of urban of legends are coming out of today's episode. Do not come here for facts, folks. <laughs> not <Nah>, handsome. <laughs> we're handsome, but we're not factual. I, no. I started a rumor today that Judy Garland is a prankster, and she kept cutting her hair long, then short, then long, then short. Obviously, it was a continuity error. And yeah. obviously, I talk about penises too much. <laughs> Fortune. Fortune. <laughs> God. <sighs> what a day. Well, should we hear what uh, Jimmy Fallon has to say? What For his answer sure. is? Yeah. The answer is the Doobie Brothers. Mm. Because that was the famous episode of What's Happening, where Rerun got caught 
bootlegging a concert and the Doobie Brothers actually came to his house and confronted him. Wow. I would not have guessed the Doobie Brothers, but I like the Doobie Brothers. I like what's happening. I like rerun. <laughs> yeah. Can't you really go day by day? People get rid of them. <laughs> Told you. Don't know lyrics. I, I really love the Doobie Brothers. Gotta let the music play. It's kind of, I mean, if you're a mega fan of theirs and you bootleg the show, kind of the ideal thing is they show up at your house. Then you're like, yeah. you're like, look, I'm sorry, but you want to come in and smoke a doobie? Yeah. Brother. Brothers. My favorite Doobie Brothers song was, um, she came from somewhere back in Is that the Michael McDonald ago. days? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw uh, Michael McDonald in concert. You uh, did? In a, yeah, I was at like a park in uh, Columbus, Ohio. And I was like, this is not a typical concert I would have purchased a ticket for, but I'm here and I'm loving it. Mm. He, he came from somewhere back in long ago. Oh, you know what? My God. Do you want to know what my favorite... Thomas, can you pull this song up? Michael McDonald and Patti LaBelle. That duet. Oh. On My Own. I love this song on so much. Own. Fortune, please. Pretending I'm not near you. Fortune, <laughs> for the love of God, cork it. Thomas. Oh, yes. Yes. Wow. Said it was God, I didn't realize that this was with Michael McDonald. Oh, yeah. My favorite part is when he comes in, he seems like he's been asleep for hours and he's startled. Listen to this. She's just singing there like in bed and he's asleep. So many promises. <laughs> is it my turn? <laughs> Hello? Good morning. <laughs> I love that duet so much. Wow, look at that. It's my favorite duet. My favorite duet. We got to make each other all mixtapes or something because there's big holes in my knowledge. We all, it seems like we have different Yeah, we have different areas. tastes. Yeah. Of well, yeah, music. and you're real stuck in the Canadian pop world that nobody's heard of, May. Oh, cuz of Love Song by Sky. Yeah. Some people commented on our on our Handsome Pod uh, Instagram account that they couldn't believe that you and I Tig did not know the song. <laughs> Well, we're not Canadian. I also had a friend True. say to me, oh, your podcast came out. It was so cool. All this time you were talking about it, I thought it was the Hanson podcast, and it was about Han the Hanson brothers. That also would be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at that. I mean, I learned a lot today. I learned a well, lot. Look at that. All of us. I learned some things about myself, too. What'd you learn? I didn't know I was so passionate about <laughs> Westerns. And penises. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you go lie down, take the rest of the day off, Might and pull to yourself put, together? Put my legs up and chill. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> I gave y'all everything I had today. <laughs> you sure did. And I learned that you can create walk on roles to mm -hmm. TV shows. You can do anything <laughs> you want, Fortune. Yeah. 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 We should all be doing more walk on roles, I think. Yeah. I wasn't initially, I wasn't initially hired for this role. But someone but got here. hurt, and now I'm a walk on. <laughs> I'm here, I'm queer, and I'm walking on. 
All right. Well, thank you to Jimmy Fallon, Mr. James Fallon, for his question that he submitted. Thank you. Yeah. I've never met Jimmy Fallon. I hope to one day. Oh, you haven't? Well, I'll talk to him about the the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, Now I have an in. Mm -hmm. Well, he sure loves music. I don't know if he knows all your weird Canadian music, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) He's never heard of Celine Dion, weirdly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, Fortune, May. Tig, Fortune. May, Tig. Wonderful seeing you again, everyone. Do you have anything that you would like to promote? Yes. After Thanksgiving, I'm bringing my stand-up tour to Grand Rapids and Royal Oak, Michigan, Kansas City, Missouri. Then after Christmas, I'm coming to St. Petersburg, Orlando, Jacksonville, and West Palm Beach, Florida. In the new year, I just added a ton of new dates. Uh, Eugene, Oregon, Vancouver, Burlington, Vermont, D.C., Red Bank, New Jersey. I'm coming to Europe, going to London and Amsterdam the end of January. Added a second show in Denver, Colorado. Lots of places. Philadelphia, Wisconsin, Chicago, Houston, Texas. Go to fortunefeemster.com for tickets. I'm going to be working out brand new material at Largo in Los Angeles on December 6th. And then Dynasty Typewriter on January 19th. Go to tignotaro.com for all ticket and show information and uh, see you there. I have live shows. I'm doing improv on the 21st of November at UCB with Alana Johnston and Kayla Lorette, who's like one of my oldest friends and so funny. Then on the 29th, I'm doing an Ask Us Anything show with Alana and Stephanie Allen at Dynasty Typewriter. And then in December, I'm at Largo twice on December 2nd and December 11th doing like big holiday extravaganzas. It was so fun talking with y'all today. (laughs) So fun. uh, So fun talking. (laughs) And don't forget, keep keep it handsome. <laughs> Handsome is hosted by me, Tig Notaro, May Martin, and Fortune Themester. The show is produced, recorded, and edited by Thomas Willette. Email us at handsomepod at gmail.com. Follow us on social media at handsomepod.